Hello everyone and welcome to Devotional Life with Paul and Jeannie and we're glad that you're with us because uh, well we need to connect with the Lord often and regularly and that keeps us connected and moving in the right direction and this is a part two that we're doing and it's we're going over the six reasons right Jeannie mm -hmm. six reasons not to break commandment number seven that's right. And so we're, the first one was you do incredible damage to your spouse. Oh, well, you have to tell them again what commandment number seven is. <laughs> <laughs> do not commit adultery. There we go. <laughs> All right. Well, I and, thought you mentioned it. Okay, six reasons not to commit adultery. First one, you do incredible damage to your spouse. Trust is ruined. Two, you do incredible damage to yourself. Three, you do incredible damage to your children. So we talked about those three. And four is you do damage to your church. So Romans 12, 5 says, So we are, being many, are one body in Christ and individual, individually members of one another. I've heard of people talking about somebody that, you know, a family uh, uh, a marriage that's within the church and one of them commits adultery. Uh, I've heard it said that you are giving Jesus a black eye. And how can you call yourself a Christian? It just, oh man, it just hurts everybody because everybody's one. We're all loving each other and looking to each other and supporting each other. And, and it's just such a shock is what happens. Mm-hmm. And I think it causes a, a fear ripple effect. Like if that could happen to that family and they seem to love the Lord, then it could happen to us. Yeah. And, you know, Number five is you do damage to your witness as a Christian. So four was damage to your church. That's those that you know and go to church with and are familiar with you. And five is you do damage as your witness as a Christian. So Same those who may think, yeah. Well, well, I'm assuming there was two different points because you had two points for it. <laughs> but you started talking and running into them both. So I thought, okay, I'm trying to salvage it here. <laughs> so, so I'm. Okay. You know it's bad. <laughs> so I'm trying to separate it yeah. between the people right. that you are going to fellowship with and yeah. it happens to them. Yeah. And then now you're a witness to those who don't know the Lord, but you're trying to witness to them. How about that? Does that work? Sure. So um, you might have even, you know, encouraged somebody in their marriage. And now all of a sudden there you are uh, doing the same or worse. But also, like you said, Jesus gets a black eye because then you called yourself a Christian and here you're doing this. And that is especially true of people who are looking for an excuse of why not to trust Jesus Christ himself, because those that call themselves Christians misrepresent them with their choices, you know. So yeah. um, the verse I was going to quote <laughs> is Second uh, Samuel twelve fourteen, And this is uh, when David sinned with Bathsheba and the prophet came to him and talked to him. He says, because of this, talking about his sin, you have given the enemies of God reason to blasphemy. Oh, I think that's go. a strong verse. Sure is. Those that are enemies of God now are going to blasphemy God and you because of your decision. Now, Satan knows this. Yeah. 
So uh, he hates us, he hates marriage, he hates God, so he's always looking to tempt and try to spoil reputation. You know, um, <laughs> I think when we we think of leaders, you know, I, one of them that I've really admired was Billy Graham in his life. And you think, there's just no dirt that anybody found on him, you know? Right. Right. He, he loved his wife, he loved his family. And he stayed accountable. And he stayed accountable. I, that was the difference. Huge. You know, and, um, you know, of course, we love Chuck Smith, and we know he was human, but he loved his wife, he loved his family. There's, There are those men out there that have been in the public eye who are evangelists and great witnesses for the Lord, and they've been faithful, but like you said, they've, they've stayed accountable and never took it lightly that right. they're above anything so but the enemy's out trying to give reason for people to blast me sure. i mean that just hurts even reading that verse sure because there, I want, we know those pastors that have fallen and it's destroyed the ministry and but even uh, even not if it's not so severe as this i know in my heart your heart it's we want to give glory to god we want right not people to look to us and think oh they're so good they're so perfect but we want them people to turn to the lord and so if there's an excuse that they can see that you've given in to sin i mean be quick to admit you did something wrong and, and take responsibility and ask for forgiveness yes. from the yes. lord and from anybody who ha you've sinned against or who yes. may know about it that this yeah. is not what my heart's about i want to be honorable and i want god uh, to be proud of me like he was of Job, you know? Yeah. You, you want the Lord to look at your life and say, yes. you know, you did a good job. And then number six is you sin against the Lord. And Psalm 51, 4, and this is David again, and David said, against you and you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight. So that was David's weight that he felt on his heart knowing when he sinned that foremost more than any of the other people so more than if you're your spouse or your children that we've mentioned or those at church or those that you're witnessing to more than any of those people the most important person that you've sinned against is god and you've, so i think that's huge you've put that in a really terrific way too Jeannie. thank you and then joseph remember when he was being tempted by potiphar's wife yeah or whatever he, he followed the instruction he turned and ran he turned and ran and then he also says quote how can i do this great wickedness and sin against god yeah so you know he would have sinned against potiphar her husband and all the other people but he said how can i do this against god that's what keeps you from sinning and so your four preventative steps uh -huh. i've got here walk with God <laughs> and uh, Galatians 5 16 says walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh yeah that's because God's never going to lead you to do that right right and Jude 1 21 says keep yourselves in the love of God so these are decisions you're making to put away and to stay close to the Lord and have the Lord and then number second one for four preventative steps don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly so don't flirt with disaster be careful who you listen to what you're watching yes and three was expect to be tempted we talked about that everyone right. gets tempted that's right so walk or run away and then four you put was count the cost yeah so that summarizes it but i want to just close with if you've blown it 
John 1, 1 John 1 9 says, If we confess our sins, he and I, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So don't let the enemy bring you to a point where you can't have hope that God can't forgive you. And then also in uh, 1 Corinthians, which we read the other day, 6 11, it's listing all the um, sins of the flesh and they mentions adultery and then it says in verse 11 I love this and such were some of you mm-hmm. but you were washed you were sanctified yes. and you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the spirit of our God so Beautiful. such were some of you I mean all of us have things in our past but such were some of you, but we were washed and cleansed yes. and justified. So let that be your hope. Let me put a little footnote on this. Footnote is the uh, six reasons for that, you know, uh, not to break commandment number seven and the four reasons, to, you know, how to get back, so to speak, or maintain keep from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was Pastor Mike Orlando who helped me put those together. Oh, I remember that now. Really? Yeah. Way to go, Mike. Hey, thanks, Mikey. <laughs> we love you. Yeah. Pastor Love. All right. Well, Father in heaven, we love you. And we thank you for being so involved in our lives every day and in every way. Bless the marriages, Father, and those that will be married. Encourage our hearts to stay right with you so that we can have blessed lives and we can please you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. And everyone says, Amen. Amen. God bless you.